Welcome back, folks, to episode 22 of the Subcockles of Reddit, you, where the front door of the internet shows us the window of society's back end, I guess. You just, you Either just, way. You just thought of that on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah, man. I'm your host, The Buck, with my co-host returning this week, The Raz, and my super special guest, Reader, and... Oh my gosh, favorite person to do this with right now. Wow. Sadar joining <laughs> us again. No, you know what? Legit, legit, legit. I actually really, really like, because we do a lot of relationship advice. Okay. All right. And I am by no means qualified. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Is this, one of the, is this relationship one, advice? Is this one of those Zoom calls where somebody gets fired? No, I don't want to <laughs> fire you. You're the you, dude. You drive the fucking car, man. It's like this. this shit, it, it sounds like, like I'm getting fired. No, no, no Raz, Listen, no. you drive the car. I'm the navigator, and Buck's hanging with his tongue out the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that's that's really like the dynamic we have here. But like I said, you know, I don't feel comfortable giving relationship advice or advice of any nature. But then when it's just two guys giving relationship advice, it's like, uh Yeah, but I'm a guy really I'm a guy with a proven track record, okay? Let's just face reality here. But 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 since we're on the subject, I'm going I I've been listening to the episode you guys recorded. And I got a bone to pick with both of you. Oh no. Yeah. So there, Oh there, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, Sadar. He, Sadar, he's putting on the brakes. He stopped his fucking car. <laughs> Listen, I just gotta, I gotta say, proving track records, relationship advice. I think what's been proven is that Raz is married to a saint. Agreed. <laughs> so what I was talking we're about. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not stopping this. Okay. Back at episode 20. So, yeah, we are going two episodes back. And if you haven't listened, pause this one, go back and listen to that one. You guys were talking about a, uh, a guy who apparently asked for a paternity test when the kid was born. And you were both like, you know, fuck this guy. He, he should have waited a couple weeks and he should have done it later. That, that wasn't the appropriate time. I'm going to disagree with you and I'm going to agree with you in a different way. So, you were both where you came to the consensus that this guy should wait until, you know, they've been home for a week, give her a chance to recover and then, then do the paternity test. Unfortunately, in a lot of States, the moment he signs that birth certificate, which you do in the hospital, you are fucked, whether you are deemed to be the biological father or not. So if he were to wait a week or two, do that test it, and it came back, it wasn't his, then that, that could be a problem going right right there. I mean, he, he could already be screwed because some states, they have uh, stupid fucking laws where, well, you were you, you signed the birth certificates, now you're on the hook for the next 20 years. I have actually forgotten about that back, and I will grant you touche on it. However, timing still does apply with the news. Timing still I don't does remember. apply. Timing still does apply. Right. So if, if there was any question of this, even if there wasn't any question of it, you just wanted that peace of mind, maybe you have that conversation before you go into labor uh, and have that set up as part of your birthing plan with the hospital that, hey, this is going to happen. Um, so when you do the blood draw, just grab an, an additional 
yeah, enough for the paternity test and just be done with it. That way, if it comes back, uh, you know, you are not the father, then you know they then then we can talk about it. If it doesn't, then we just move happily along with our lives. And you can do that because if you're actually being a responsible uh, couple going into the the the, the birthing. Uh, you've you've had these meetings with your doctors. You've had these tours of the hospital. You know exactly what you're going to do beforehand. It doesn't always go as planned, but at least you have a plan going forward. So that's something you need to communicate with and get that done before the the day of. But no waiting. You can't do you can't do the waiting. I'll acquiesce to that. I I will admit I never went into a birth or thought about going into a birth where there was ever any um, concern that the child might not be mine. So I'll admit, I don't know everything about everything when it comes to being a dad. And this is why you will not be replaced. You see, this is, you just, you just concreted yourself into the sub of Reddit, Raz. So worry you not anymore. What is your other bone to pick? Now that we're airing grievances. That was it. I said, I said, okay. I, I said, I was going to, I was going to, disagree with you on one but agree with you in a certain way and it was the same one i'm just saying it, it wasn't the proper time to say oh by the way bitch <laughs> uh no it's you need to plan that stuff ahead okay so basically you agreed with us with quite a bit of nuance with, with to the time with the timing the sucking but you know at the same time yeah. you, can't, you can't you can't wait <laughs> right on right on i still say Either... daddy does protest too much but I don't remember the anyway. story well enough. I, that's old but, news, man. That's old news. Yeah, old, we are bringing we are news. bringing we... you stories from the subcockles of Reddit, from the subcockles of Reddit by us to you. See, you interrupted my intro, man. You totally threw off my mojo, <laughs> and I'm high. Like what? What are you? What are you doing? What are we doing today, Sadar? Uh, just, just help, help me get this train back on track. Get my head back in the window. Well, let's you and me try to reclaim some of our um, dignity, our authority <laughs> on relationship <laughs> advice. Shut up, Raz. <clears throat> All right, going back to our uh, slash relationship advice posted by Dom Down. Uh, my girlfriend hit me for the third time in front of friends. Need advice. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> my... <laughs> All right, peanut gallery, enough out of you. My girlfriend, 21, and me, male, 25, have been together for around one year. We basically live together at my place, and everything kind of goes great. There yeah. has only been one thing I struggle with and don't know what to do about it. In the last two months, she has hit me two times in my face when we were with friends. The first time was after I made a funny remark that she didn't like, and in her reaction, she would hit me. The second time, I screamed uh, too hard in her ear. The second time was the start of December. After that, I talked with her about it, and that it made me feel humiliated in front of my friends, and of course, you should not hit me at all. She said she never meant it in a hurtful way, and she was very sorry. She said she did it as a joke, comedic effect. She promised me it wouldn't happen again. Until it did. Tonight was the first... What's that? Until it did. <laughs> Tonight was the first time we were with friends again, after the last time she hit me. I hadn't thought about it 
uh, I haven't thought about it anymore because I thought she was sincere about her apology, but tonight it happened again. I made a funny remark. She didn't like it and hit me. Right after she said that, I can't complain about it, uh, about that one because I shouldn't have made the remark. We came home and I told her that it's not okay for, uh, with her doing it again. And she also didn't like that she said I couldn't complain. She said sorry again, but I can't really accept this apology right now. Don't really know what to do about this situation. Don't know what to don't want to make a big fight about it because New Year's Eve is tomorrow, but also I can't let it go. Help me. What should I do? To, emph to emphasize, she has never hit me at home or, or anything like that. It's not like, it's not really like her. Dumper. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. That's a fire sale. I've got a real simple rule in, in, that I apply to my own life because I'm a very forgiving and trusting and very positive, optimistic guy. Once is a coincidence. Twice is an anomaly. But three times? That, that's a statistic. And, and that cannot stand. So, and when it comes to abuse and stuff like that, you know, uh, I really wouldn't be giving anybody a second chance to begin with. I, I think that your, your, you know, your opinions are your own as far as what's okay and what's not. Um, but they definitely differ from my own. I would not have stood for that more than once. Um, however, you know, this is, this is a pattern now. I mean, like there's, there's a proven track record, you know, that I, I, I wouldn't let that stand. You should, you should do what you can now to, uh, to dissolve that relationship or that 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 cohabitation that you have that that would be me i do want to just uh i i agree with both of you hitting is never okay it's not okay for a man to hit a woman it's oh, no, not no, okay no. for a woman See, to hit I, a man I, I am an advocate for true gender equality i i go to the cosmos school of thinking that if she wants to swing then she should be able to take a swing <laughs> So don't be right. swinging. Yes, I don't be I swinging. Will, <laughs> I will acquiesce to self-defense, but I just want to share. I'm not saying this is anything I've done. I don't think it's anything I've ever done in my past. If it is, I don't remember. But I do know that um, the fact that she's doing this in front of friends matters. And it's not unheard of for women to test the waters and... Uh, hit their partner somewhere where they're unlikely to respond there to see, is this guy abusive? If, if she thinks that he might turn abusive, she'll try to set it off. She's testing right now. I think at first, at least she was testing whether or not in the future, he was going to turn into an abusive partner. Now that, that might explain the first time after that, bitch done turned abusive so um either she tried it got away with it and is going to keep hitting or um she's just an abusive person yeah either way i i think we can all agree that it's time to just walk away yeah it it, it that's 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 not something we're saving anymore
Yeah, and we're playing yeah. we're playing these testing games too. Fuck that. Mm hmm. Like that's mm, yeah. Let's move along. What do we got next in the bag of dicks today? And on down the relationship advice um, subreddit from Michelle Cat Lady, thirty-three female, sixty-two male. How do I handle uh, my partner's emotional, abusive, and manipulative tendencies? We could start by dating my, someone your own age. My partner has some emotionally uh, manipulative, abusive tendencies. He's very critical and passive-aggressive. If that doesn't work, he goes straight uh, for stonewalling. The worst thing he does is threaten to end his life if we are not at least in each other's lives anymore. He's older than me and says I'm his last go-around. If things don't work out with me, he's done with life. It paralyzes me when he says this. The crazy thing is, I have never threatened or even implied that I want him out of my life. I find myself minimizing and avoiding addressing issues with him because I'm worried he's going to decide we're over and end his life. I just don't know what to do, even if I can get my partner to understand that he has some toxic behaviors, can I re really ever trust him? I also, I just have no idea how to deal with his behavior, so if anyone has tips, that would be appreciated as well. Walk away. If you're truly run. concerned, if you're truly run concerned, away. If you're truly concerned, call call uh, adult protective services or what have you, and uh, have them committed or have them at least evaluated. But yeah, get the hell out of there. One, it's yep. you're not you're you're going to be dude ain't going to live that long. Let's just let's just be reality here. People that have those those kind of thoughts um, and are in that age, he's either a completely manipulative asshole. And he is doing that for controlling purposes, which is very likely. And he'll fucking oh, and, it, yeah. and he'll fucking live forever. Or, you know, he he's gonna end up doing it, and it's just gonna wreck you and your family to begin with. Uh, you're 32 years old. He's what 64. Uh, that's a little yeah, weird. Well, that's a little weird to begin with. Um, uh, walk away. Walk away. You know what? You know what? I won't. I won't. The the age thing isn't isn't concerning to me it is different but you know i'm not going to make that a factor the heart wants what the heart wants and uh and and that's that's my mentality on that i mean is he so, loaded <laughs> yeah there like there could be there's a this, there's this, a lot of is this an is this an anna nicole smith type thing or what dude there there's always a lot of nuance to these stories we can't we could speculate all day and really have fun with this fucking shit, but we can only go off the information that we've got. And with the age thing, that's not concerning to me. But what is concerning to me is him saying that he'll end his life if you're not in it. That is, that is manipulative and controlling behavior. And you know what? Whether you intend to do it or whether he's not intending to do it, you know what? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Doesn't fucking matter. It's still not okay. That shit cannot fly. And if and he's obviously doing other controlling. He's got you right where he wants you. You're not bringing up issues. He's got a nice, easy, quiet life with a woman half his age. Do you know what this dude looks like in front of his fucking friends? Do you know what this dude looks like in front of his friends? This guy is cocking the motherfucking walk. 
And he goes around strutting his fucking tail feathers and polishing his little rooster comb, walking around like John Haynes among his fucking friends. Okay? And you're just, you're back there wondering whether or not shit's going to be, he's been alive for 64 years, sweetie. He will be alive until his until his machine stops. You're not the first woman he said this to. You're not going to be the last. You need to go away. That's that's almost an order. More so, it, like I don't like giving advice, but I'm already telling you, you need to go. Like that's just not okay. What do you, What do you think? I I don't disagree with either of you. It's not a healthy relationship. Um, it's going to continue to get more unhealthy, but it it sounds to me like the um, the poster doesn't have the the tools that she needs to be able to walk away. So my advice, first and foremost, would be to get her butt in counseling. If he wants to go to counseling with her and they try to work on the relationship, that's for both of them to decide. But she needs to get to working with someone who can give her the tools to recognize um, what power she has in the relationship and what power she doesn't. Because if he's going to kill himself, he's going to kill himself. He doesn't, she doesn't need to accept that type of responsibility on her shoulders. But obviously it doesn't sound like she's got the tools to recognize that that's the case. So she needs to get her butt to counseling. And that's why you need to stay on the subcockles of Reddit, we would have never had a logical answer to this question. I'm kidding. Actually, Raz does a pretty good job of that most of the time. But Well, good. I think we're all right. This is not a healthy relationship to be staying in. I just don't think it sounds like she's got the tools she needs to be able to walk away from it. Right. I, but my mind never even would have went there. Like she, I said, and, I was just... She, that's a nice way of saying she's got daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> that age chain difference. I mean, Buck's right. The heart wants what the heart wants, but yeah. Anyway, shall we continue on with more yeah. relationship advice? Because we are Let's knocking it. it out of the park. Uh, yeah. This week. <laughs> yes. All right. Posted by throw RA00265. Partner, 27 female, five months, just tested positive for chlamydia. I've I've, male 26, uh, tested negative. Is it possible that she did not cheat on me? <laughs> yes. It is absolutely uh, possible. I'll get to the point. I've been with this woman for five months. We've had sex fairly often, a couple times a week. Recently, she wasn't feeling well, so went to the doctor to get tested as she's never had an STD before. Comes back as chlamydia. I decided to get tested, too, as if she caught it before us. I definitely have it. Um, we, didn't use, we don't use protection. And if I had it first, I very much need to get it sorted out. Got the results today, and it's negative. I'm apparently completely clean. Told her this, and she made a comment pretty upset that I would think she's cheating on me, which I told her I don't and are just confused, but the thought admittedly eats at me. I know the chance the test is wrong is probably wishful thinking, but is there a way to catch it not from sexual activity? And what is the likelihood it would be passed on to me? 
Edit, yes, I agree. I should I should have gotten tested at the start, but given I have only ever slept with one person prior to this and believed her when she said that she hadn't been with anyone in over a year, plus assumed she knew about STD tests and would have had a test at some point between then and now, I figured it was me. I'm fully fine with being called a fucking idiot over the assumption because that's kind of not what I'm upset about. As for condoms, she's allergic to latex, and again, I rolled the dice on something I shouldn't have. I'm honestly kind of breaking down internally over all of this. Thank you to everyone for the advice and information. I'm going to get another test. Okay. All right. So real, real life here. All right. (laughs) If you do end up with chlamydia, do you know what happens to you? Do you know the terrible and absolute hell that you'll be going through? And once you start taking medicine for it, it will go away. Like, I've had, I've had STDs. Yeah. yeah. And they, and, and, and they, for those of you that don't see the video, I'm holding up a pipe cleaner right now. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what, though? I mean, whatever it is, you know, we can joke about that all fucking day long. Stop thinking that you're some dirty asshole motherfucker because you got an STD. You got one that you can take medication for and that it will go away. However, with chlamydia. Oh, chlamydia, syphilis, those guys, gonorrhea, the ones that can be cured with medication. There's a caveat to that. You have to take all of your medication. You must complete every single dose in order for it to be, you know a surefire like you're good to go because if you don't it can lay dormant in your system for over a year and can be triggered by now now i'm starting to sound like a fucking doctor okay i don't know a lot about this shit i don't know what it can be triggered by you know, it can just be like the stars are aligned a certain way and it just goes back through your system. But that shit can happen. So is it likely she didn't cheat on you? I'm not going to sit here and postulate on it. But listen, bro, you've only been with this woman for five months. If she ever had it before, which you've never, you, you have not disclosed that in your post here. You know, you've been with her for five months. You don't know what her history is, man. Don't sit here and postulate that you do either. That's not something you figure out. Like, you don't open, don't even go there. All right. You've been with her for five months. If she had it over a year ago or a year ago and didn't take all of her medication, it could have recycled through her system. And then, yeah, you got it from her ex, but not because she cheated. It just recycled through her system. It happens. It's okay. If that's if that's her story and you've got no reason to disbelieve her, you know, the timelines don't match up. You're like, when would she have done it? You know, how did this happen? Don't beat yourself up too much over it, man. If if it if it if everything else passes the smell test except for the chlamydia, well now you actually do have a perfectly good explanation for it if you do a little bit of research. But, you know, what 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 do you guys have to add to that? I'm sorry. She's cheating I, on I you. I didn't mean to steal the show. She's cheating on you. 
I I have been in a I get pregnant I get pregnant from the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of snicker at the is there anywhere else? <laughs> it could have oh, you did this. know my ex-wife. I'm sorry, uh, Raz, I forgot about that. Hmm. Um, I did get pregnant from the toilet, toilet seat. seat. No. Listen, I've been in a committed relationship for 20 years. I I don't know enough about chlamydia or other STDs to be able to speak intelligently on that front. But what I do know is they make fucking condoms that aren't latex. Right. They cost a little bit more. Shell out the extra couple of dollars to cover your uh, cover your carrot and <laughs> fucking uh. Get your girl on medicine, and I wouldn't touch her until it's a, a done deal. And then I'd still use the lambskin condoms to make sure that nothing surprising happens from here on out. But if you trust her, uh, I'll listen to. Then you're a fool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the romantic in me wants to listen to Buck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that though. Don't do that. Don't listen to me, okay? Sadar gives good stage advice. The first time I ever used a condom in my life, I was 32. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I have some experience with STDs because I'm a fucking irresponsible rebel. And you know what? And you worked in a whorehouse. Now I'm at it. <laughs> you know what? Don't... That's that's sacred, sacred, sacred territory, man. That is the Church of St. Mattress. <laughs> All right? And you know what? I didn't do that. I never... I was not that guy. Because I saw what happened to that guy. And I didn't want to be that guy after I saw what happened to that guy. I stayed away from those girls. No, no, no. I just, I, I'm, I'm the guy who had a cheating ex-girlfriend and the overly forgiving one because I was in a situation living with her to where it behooved me to stay exactly where I was. So, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, take advice from Sadar, okay? Don't, don't listen to me unless you just want a good laugh. If you want serious, grounded advice on the situation, Please, please listen to Sadar Raz. I gave you the information, though. Either way, now that his drippy talk dick may doctor. or may not happen. Yeah, like, go talk go, go talk to a doc. And if you start pissing and it burns really bad, you can you still talk to your doctor. It's just going to be a different <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I've got this burning sensation when I pee. <laughs> Shall we go on to the next story? Sure. <laughs> that's why they put the handicap. That's why they put those bars in the handicap stalls, man. So that way, if you do got the drips, you can sit there and bend the pipes while you're trying to piss out those razor blades. You're like, thank, thank you both for that imagery. You're welcome. Going back to relationship advice from Lovebug720, 22 female, oh. 24 male. I told my boyfriend that I needed to uh, to help my family with rent, and I needed him to pay half of our rent. My boyfriend, 24 male, makes a lot of money as a trucker. 
We have been together for a year now, and I recently moved in with him and his brother five months ago. I currently work in an office. I don't make as nearly as much as him. In the past three months, he has helped me tremendously. He helped pay my bills when I was unemployed for two months. Now that he is laid off because his job is seasonal, I have been paying $1,000 in rent per, per month, which is a little more than my paycheck. I recently found out my mom is very ill and her pancreas is failing, so my family has been struggling financially to help get treatment for her. I asked my boyfriend if it would be okay if I helped out my mom with rent only for a couple of months and if he could help pay at least 200 to 500 of our rent so I can help my mom. We got into a huge argument. He stated that he is very disappointed in me and that he would need to kick me out and I would need to move in with my mom. Where we live is an hour away from my mom, so it'll be hard to see each other often, but I know he won't make the effort to see me because of his passion for BMX. I'll know that I'll be in second place. I love him dearly and care for him so much. I do not want to lose him. It breaks my heart deeply, and I want to take care of my mom, but I also don't want to lose my boyfriend. He went off saying that everyone in his life has fucked him over, and I was one of them. I feel awful and stressed. I'm not sure what I should do. I'm also thinking of getting a second job. Update. I spoke to my boyfriend about how badly this is hurting me. He apologized and decided that he will find a side job and donate plasma to help pay our rent. He also apologized to my face, to me face to face and told me how narcissistic it was for him to bash me for helping my mom. He was hurt and scared and that I was using him for his own gain considering he didn't, he did help pay my bills while I was unemployed. Thank you all for the advice. He and I are now back on track and will continue to work as a team to better understand each other. Um, How much was the rent? $1,000. She was paying all the rent. For, for the last two months. months. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, so he's laid off because he has a seasonal job. What 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 precisely does he do for income or money while he's during this layoff period? Well, is it here's the thing he, though: if you're if, he, if you're laid off, you qualify for unemployment, right? So exactly, and he's bulking at two to five hundred dollars a month, and you've already stated that you know you'll always be in second place. Now, is that because he told you that, or is that because you're assuming that because? You know, I'm going to have to, I, I, there's, there's a lot of moving parts to this. And then you're edited in there about he, how he apologized and everything like that. It sounds like he knows what words to say. And then what, what do we have here is ages 22 and 24? Uh, yeah, 22 and 24. Yeah. Yeah. This kid, I don't, I don't know how to read this. Like, I don't know if those are crocodile tears or not, but you guys have been together for over a year and he just automatically jumps to going, I'm going to have to kick you out now. And in the past, I've been burned over by everybody. Who? who, who what? You, you don't have a past. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're I mean, like, like, you can't count high school relationships. You can't count that, bro. You cannot count that. That shit is over. That you're in. The, you you're, you are no longer in the in the in the free play version of life. You're in the you're in the pay to play. Like you're 
that shit back in high school, nobody gives a shit about that. That's all bullshit, man. You need you need to go. It's got to you got to you got to move. You kicking you've been together for a year and you're going to kick your old you're going to kick your you're going to kick your fucking woman out because she wants to help her mom. You're going to kick her out and send her back with what is that? I don't even understand this. Like none of this I don't know if I'm angry or if I'm just like, oh, puppy love. Like, it, I don't know what this is. What do, what do you got for this, Sadar? Like, I'm, I'm just befuddled. really, really easy for the three of us barreling through midlife to sit here and say, look at these <laughs> stupid kids. They're, they're, so, they're so damn stupid. Um, but at 22 and 24, they are both figuring out how to be in an adult relationship. And I'm not surprised that there's some rocky patches. And I'm not surprised that neither of them seem, especially the dude, um, seems to know how to fight fair. I think that's something that people twice their age struggle with. But um, it seems like they worked it out for them. They're they're trying to get it figured out. I My only question from all of this is, the poster said she moved in with her boyfriend and his brother. But she's been paying the full rent for the last two months. What's <laughs> what's the brother paying? He buys a pizza every couple of weeks. <laughs> like you know, very very good, you know, cross examination there, Sadar. What the fuck is your brother doing? <laughs> I'd say he's doing <laughs> fuck and all. <laughs> Like we he's, that's information we didn't get. Maybe he's special needs, maybe maybe he lives in the basement with a neck beard. We don't know, but I think it's a question worth asking. Yeah, special needs that nah, you know what? You, that is that is definitely a question worth asking. Even especially if he's special needs. Because then there is money coming into the house. Yeah, that's true. It's like, ooh. The yeah, plot thickens. It really has. <laughs> oh yeah. Or maybe oh, he play, pays all the utilities. You know, we don't know. But you I, know what? Um, I didn't get the sense that there's anything like weird in the relationship with her mom. Her mom's just in a really bad place if her pancreas is dying, and I can imagine the medical bills are piling up. So, um, hopefully. It sounds like they were able to work it out. Hopefully it stays worked out and mom gets the medical care she needs. And hopefully your boyfriend finds out that he is actually eligible for unemployment because it doesn't sound like he's got that wheel in the in the machine quite yet. But Assuming either way. the posters are in America. Well, even in the, the United States, even the UK, which, but I mean, granted, they could be in France, it could be in Italy, and I don't know their systems, but going on. Yeah. All right. All right. Last post, all from relationship advice, posted by Throw R A I X Z E E Q. I found my sister has been beating my dog, and my parents knew and did nothing. Me, 19 male, and my sister, 21 female, were never really on good terms. She's a despicable, narcissistic bully. She is incredibly irrationally hateful. 
I left home after my first university year because I got a six-month apprenticeship at a very good place. I finished it last week and returned home. My dog has been so miserable. He's usually depressed and also scared. I took it easy and didn't expect anything at first, but he was just so different. Last time I saw him was four months ago. He was doing okay. My parents took him out to socialize frequently, and he was overall well taken care of. At least I thought so. Yesterday, I saw in the early morning my sister throwing a tennis ball at him so violently for literally no reason. I was instantly angry, but suddenly I had a weird thought. Apparently, she's been physically abusing him in the past months. I asked my parents how the fuck they let it happen. They were so infuriatingly apathetic. I don't know what exactly she did, but she beat him badly. I'm just fucking furious. What kind of lunatic would make anyone do shit like this? I don't know if a vet or psychologist can get my dog back. What do I do with them? You say a psychologist? Yep. Yeah, dog psychologist. <laughs> okay. That's that's a that's well no, that's a thing, man. Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't I don't So are fortune like, tellers. <laughs> and you know what? Some people swear by them. You know, Miss Cleo told me that this. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I, this is this is horrible. Like, I don't know if I'd ever talk to my family again because I don't. Like, there's no way you could prove that it's happening, so you can't get it. Like, there, there's nothing. I guess you like can't call the police over this. And I. I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to handle this. That that is just so upsetting that somebody would do that to a dog. Especially a pet dog, like not even a stray dog that's like eating out of your trash can and you kick it. You know? It's like your pet. It's your baby. I, I have I no think, idea. I think whether or not you can actually do anything legally is going to depend a lot on what state you live in. Because no. the animal protection laws differ greatly in different states. They very much um, do, but if the if the abuse is not ongoing, and the fact that you know, the dog is not in there, um, in that uh, environment anymore, then you are going to be hard pressed a to prove a damn thing, and and because the uh, the burden of proof is extremely high in a, in animal abuse cases. Um, I used to train. Um, individuals that were humane, humane officers. And, you know, I had interactions with them quite a bit and their conviction rate was incredibly low. Not because they were bad at what they did, just because animals aren't people, they're property. So in the eyes of the law, it's very, very difficult to get any kind of conviction on that, on that kind of thing. You really need like outrageous evidence to show a jury so you can inflame somebody's, um, ire and anger um the in let's just talk you know real talk here trying to get a cop or somebody to invest time in this like i saw her throw a ball at my dog and you know i found out that um apparently she's been doing stuff that i never witnessed and i can't prove i mean you're not going to get anybody to invest any time into it and i'm sorry to say that but it's the truth the parents no, admitted I, to it. Doesn't matter. I, I, I don't. I would still try to at least get a humane officer to 
talk to my parents about it. Um, the poster did post as though they're still living at home with the parents and the sister. I think first order of business is to try to get that dog out of that house, take it to a vet, whether or not the damage, uh, the emotional damage to the dog is going to be permanent is too early to tell. But the longer you stay in that house with the dog, the more likely it is to be permanent. And OP, if you are not able to financially leave that house, for the sake of your dog, you need to get that dog rehomed. Sounds reasonable to me. But I would still That's... try to uh, at least talk to a humane officer and see. I mean, if if your parents aren't willing to talk to the... Um, talk to the humane officer or talk to a police officer about what your sister's been doing. If they're not stopping her, they're not going to do shit to talk to the cops. Besides, they would also be uh, liable as well for allowing it to occur. So, no, they're not going to talk to anybody. I think that's enough shit for me to uh, cut ties with my family. To be totally honest, if you're going to abuse an animal like that, then you're going to abuse a a child like that or stand by and that shit escalates. Yes, indeed. Like a dog doesn't, a dog doesn't want anything more than your love. That's all a dog ever wants from you is your love. And if you're going to treat an animal that wants you to love it like that, then fuck you. Burn in hell. That's, you know, that's a good point. Like I think, uh, I think there was a YouTube video I saw once where a guy, a guy was having like his own internal argument about what would be the best way to greet an alien. And, you know, this guy's not a doctor or anything. He's just some guy being silly. But he made, he made a good point. Give him a puppy. You want, if, you want, if you want to show the best of the best of humanity to a race that you cannot communicate with effectively, like, giving them a puppy would just be a great idea. Like, you know, it just would, because all that puppy wants is for you to love it. That's it. Maybe chewing your fingers a little bit while it teethes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, maybe we can give them a picture graph just to warn them, you know, picture book to warn them on that. But I, uh, barring barring any sort, we just make sure it's a little puppy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we give, give them a puppy, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks there, gloop, gloop. You know, and then, then it starts humping their leg, and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no, no, they them, don't give do them... that until they're a couple months old. <laughs> no, but still, I would give them like, I'd give them like a little dachshund puppy, or like a wiener, like a, like a chihuahua, or a Pomeranian. Like, that's the puppy I'd give an alien. I wouldn't give them a Great Dane or like a Burmese mountain dog. I, I'd, I'd stick with like, the prototypical super cute, stupid, stupid cute puppy. But either way, on that rant, you know, don't abuse a fucking dog. And if you're in a, uh, the, I would rehome the dog. I, I, I agree with Sadar's advice. If you can't, if you can't leave, you should rehome your dog. But it's your sister's you know, a psycho bitch that doesn't deserve to be around to anything. Really, I wouldn't even get a fish in that house after that. I was just trying but, to give it some Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank yeah, you for that downing, downing end to this week's episode, man. Dogs are awesome. They and are. Your sister's a cunt. Yes. Yes, she is. 
Raz, anything else to add on that? Your sister's a cunt. I think that pretty much wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, that's called being succinct, folks. That's being succinct. Either way, we've had fun. Thank you for joining us on episode 22 of the Subcockles of Reddit. And please make sure you check us out on our other podcast where Raz and I bitch about the people of society that violate the social contract that we all agree to live by on the Social Liability Podcast, which is available for listening on all major podcasting pl- platforms. Either way, folks, signing off, I'm the Buck, the Raz, and our guest, Sadar. Wishing you a wonderful and safe week.